Hello everyone and welcome to episode 2 of my podcast, Building Strength with Theo Lim. Thank you for tuning in and for episode 2 I'll be answering Jiku's question, how can I gain lean muscle while staying, while not gaining too much fat as well? So this is a common question. How do I basically, how do I gain muscle while maintaining fat levels or even losing fat at the same time? So first of all, um, knowing how many calories one needs to eat in order to build muscle is very helpful. That's the basic principle of either fat loss, muscle gain, anything in the gym, anything um, physique related will come back to calories in versus calories out. Obviously, there are a lot of small intricacies intricacies involved, (laughs) but the main thing will be calories in versus calories out. So, in terms of finding your base calories, The general rule of thumb will be taking your body weight and multiplying it by 12 to 14. So say, let's use a 200 pound person as an example for this podcast. So we'll go 200 by 12. We'll take the lower end here. So 200 by 12 is 2,400 calories. Multiplying it by 14 would be 2,800 calories. So it doesn't really matter where you start. I mean, if you're looking to gain weight faster, yeah, I'd I'd start with the higher number, 2,800 as opposed to 2,400. But really, that's not the that's not really the more the important thing. The important thing is hitting the calories and also having a good macronutrient breakdown. Now, more recently, I've just been recommending people to follow um, total calories and protein intake. So protein intake, you can, the general rule of thumb, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different things out there now. There are people saying you should have one gram of protein per body weight. There's a, there's another camp of people, which I, I'm definitely in this camp where it's one gram of protein per pound of lean body weight. And then there's like, there's the more extreme, there are a lot of, um, vegan or plant-based athletes that are saying that protein comprises only about 10% of their but of their diet which is great i mean if it works for if it works for you that's great i'm not going to say if one is better than the other because i truly don't know if one is better than the other um so the the general rule of thumb that we're going to go with in this podcast because this is the general advice I give to people and this is what I subscribe to as well. 
So one gram of protein per pound of lean body weight. That so for a two hundred pound man, if if you're two hundred pounds lean, you're eating two hundred grams of protein. But say you're not that lean, say you have you're about fifteen percent body fat. Um, so eighty five percent of your body weight is lean. So doing some quick math, that's one hundred and seventy grams of protein. So again, if you're fifteen percent body fat. And you're 200 pounds. What I did, I multiplied 200 by 0.85, so 85%, and it came up to 170 grams of protein. So now you have the calories and you have the protein intake. Um, I'm just going to go into the full macronutrient breakdown. But really, if you're fairly lean, I believe that you can get away with just tracking the calories and your protein. I don't think, I mean, just to start anyway, just to start, track your calories and your protein. Because what I'm finding now when, um, when you throw the numbers, the carbohydrates, the fats, the protein and the calories at someone, it can be very overwhelming to start. And oftentimes I find that someone will try it for a week or two and it'll be just too much, too many things to track. So what I like to do now, I'll recommend just tracking protein and tracking calories. That will get them into the habit of tracking. It won't be too overwhelming. And the results will be there because any kind of diet is, or any kind of diet slash lifestyle change is better than no diet or lifestyle change. So going back to this, I would fill in the, so say, so we've gone with 2,400 calories for a 200 pound man. We're doing 170 grams of protein. And now I'm gonna fill in, I'm gonna do the fats next. So fat, say we start someone off at 70 grams of fat, which is like pretty, it's a pretty good number. It's not too low, but it's also not too high. I like to fill in the fat after I fill in the protein. So now we need to do some math here. 170 grams of protein times four is 680 calories. Uh, multiply by four because one gram of protein equals four calories. Now moving on to fat, 70 grams of fat multiplied by nine because one gram of fat equals nine calories, that comes up to 630 calories. So I'm gonna add these two numbers together. 680 plus 630 comes up to 1310. So now this is how you find your, your carbohydrate number. So we start, we're doing 2400 calories. Let's subtract the protein and the fat. So 2400 minus 1300 well, 1310, that's going to come up to 1100 calories. It's really 1090, but to make things easier, we're going 1100. And now to find carbohydrates, we're going to take that number, 1100 divided by 4. So that comes up to 275 grams of carbs. So again, I went through all of this just to show you 
how you can calculate your starting calories, your starting protein, your starting fat, and your carbs. So again, I took calories, I multiplied by 12 to 14 by your body weight. Then I did protein by doing one gram of protein per pound of lean mass. And then fats, fats, you can go from anywhere from 55 to 75. I mean, 55 is pretty low and 75 is pretty high. I like to start at 70 for most people. It's just a very accessible number. Obviously, the fats, in general, the fats will come down to like 65, 60. Um, so I filled in the fats. And then carbohydrates filled in by subtracting the protein and fat and finding out the rest. So we're at 2,400 calories. Okay, so you follow these macros. I, I just, rec again, I recommend following the following the protein and following the calories. Let the fats and carbohydrates fall where they may. We can deal with that when you get more into this. So if you're just starting out tracking macronutrients for the first time ever, I want just start with the with the calories and protein. I don't want you to get too anxious about this. Don't stress out about it. Just eat enough to hit the protein number and eat enough to hit the cal caloric intake. So, say Jiku, say Jiku, you're a 200 pound person. So on day one, you weigh yourself, and you're gonna weigh yourself every day if you can at the same time just to keep it consistent and on day one you're going to take a picture of yourself as well front back it doesn't matter um, just take a good picture and always take the pictures in a consistent spot same lighting same time same everything right so you follow these macronutrients for one whole week and you're suddenly on the, the scale is showing 201 pounds so you went one you went up one pound now a week isn't that much time it's it's not much time at all and don't obsess about the number on the scale we're just going to use that as a reference number what's more important is going to be how you feel about how you feel when you're eating this much food or this little food depending on where you're going and right now just a side note i'm gonna re i'm gonna outline how someone can build mass but this is the same exact process if you wanted to lose fat let me explain so you're now 201 pounds week one is done you went up one pound and your body probably doesn't look that much different you might have lost some water weight because, um, again, taking on a, any kind of diet is better than no diet. So you're up one pound. This means that these macronutrients and the caloric intake is working. 2,400 calories is enough for you to build muscle, build lean muscle without gaining fat. So you don't change anything. You eat the same amount of calories and the same amount of protein for another week. So week two hits and you're up to 203 pounds now. Again, things are clearly working. And now you might start to see some changes in the mirror. Um, so things are working. 
So we're not going to change anything because the premise behind this is if you can gain weight, if you can build muscle on 2,400 calories, why would you try to gain weight and muscle on 3,200 calories? Um, If you go with the higher number, it'll probably just be a lot more fat gain. So again, let me say that again. If you can build muscle on 2,400 calories, why would you build, why would you try to build muscle on 3,200 calories? And this goes for losing fat as well. This is very important, guys. So if you can lose fat on 2,400 calories, why would you lose fat at 1,800 calories? So the whole idea behind this is to milk each stage of this process. Milk it as much as possible. And another thing, a very important thing, these are just numbers. The numbers on the screen, on the page, are just numbers. It doesn't take into account how you feel. So if you're trying to eat 3,200 calories just to try to get bigger and stronger faster, you might have to be force-feeding yourself a little. You might have to eat lower quality foods because you need more calories and you need to eat it faster. So then you start, your gut's not that happy, your brain might not be that happy, and then you just don't feel as good as you could. Same goes for losing weight, losing fat. If you can lose fat at 2,400 calories, but you insist on trying to and you insist on eating 1800 calories only yes you might lose the initial pounds a little quicker but you might not be able to sustain that diet for a long period of time and like i said in episode one long-term consistency is superior to short-term intensity okay so I admit that was a sidetrack. I apologize. And now we're going back into it. So we're on week two. We just finished week two. And now we're at 203 pounds. So this is a three pound gain from week one. So again, things are still working. Let's keep it the same. We're staying at 2,400 calories. We're eating 170 grams of protein. And our fats and carbs are the same as well. Okay, so we finished week three, we hit all seven days, workouts are going well, you're starting to see some gains, but when we weigh ourselves throughout the week, it's showing that we're at, we're still at 203 pounds. So the scale has not moved and now we're going to use that because that's our reference point along with our, obviously how you look in the mirror and how you feel but the, our body weight's our reference point. So 2,400 pounds is, obviously it's no longer working. Sorry, 2,400 calories. So we're gonna bump that up. We're gonna go to 2,600 calories. So we're gonna take a 200 calorie jump. And at this point in time, we're not gonna move the protein. You could, you could bump up the protein 10 grams or so, but we're not gonna move the protein and we're not gonna move the fat. What we are going to do, we're going to go up in carbohydrates. So how you do that? So 
200 calories is what we're going to increase. We're going to divide that by four because that's what a carbohydrate, that's um, how many calories is in a carbohydrate. So we divide 200 by four and that comes up to 50 grams of carbohydrates. So just a reminder, we were doing 2,400 calories at 275 grams of carbs. And by increasing this to 2,600 calories, we will be going to 325 grams of carbs. So now we're at 2,600 calories, 170 protein, 70 fat, and 325 carbs. And now we do that for a whole week. We weigh ourselves the next week. We're now into week four. We weigh ourselves. And boom, we're up to 204 pounds, maybe even 205. I'm just using an, this as an example. I'm just guessing. You know, there are a lot of factors. You could be gaining less. You could be gaining more, depending on how consistent you are with the diet and how well you're hitting the numbers. So you went up. What does that mean? That means that the current caloric intake is working for you. So you don't change anything. You go into week five, still eating 2,600 calories, 170 protein, and 325 carbs. Next week, you're up to 206 pounds. Things are working well. At this point, you're up six pounds over six weeks, over five weeks. And you can assume that these are all lean gains. Depending on where you're at in terms of your training age and your experience level, if this is your first year of lifting, yeah, six pounds of lean weight in lean mass in five weeks, that's doable. But if this is your 10th year of lifting, not so doable. So just be aware of where you're at in your training. Um, it'll definitely affect how fast you're able to gain muscle. Okay, so we finished week five. Let's go into week six. And our body weight stays at 206 pounds. So we have a couple options here. We can actually just increase our protein. I really, I just recommend 100 to 200 cal calorie jumps when you're making a change. So you can add some protein and you can add some carbs as well. So you bump it up to 2,800 calories and you roll like that. And you just go on and on the same process. And I, I hope you can see how what I meant by milking each stage of the process because we milked the initial 2400 calories for as long as it would work and then our body adapted to that so then we have to go up to 2600 calories and we milk that for as long as possible and that stops working at a certain point in time and then we'll keep going up to 2800 3000 32 up to whatever Whatever you feel needs to be done in order to achieve your goals. So I hope that answered your question, Jiku, in terms of how to build mass without gaining fat. Um, start with a baseline caloric intake and protein intake. Be consistent. Record your progress. So track down, track what you're eating, track your workouts track your body weight, take weekly pictures. Um, and yeah, it just takes a long time, but just keep at it. You, you got it.
So, while we're on the same topic, let me outline how we can go about this with the same 200 pound man, um, same baseline calories, but this time the person wants to lose fat. Um, we might not necessarily lose weight, but this person wants to get leaner, he wants to change his body composition, he wants to lose fat. So, we're going to start, let's start at the same macronutrients, just to keep things simple. We're going 2400 calories, 170 protein, 70 fat, and 275 carbs. So we enter week one, person tracks all week, does a great job, hits all their workouts. Um, there's still no cardio. I'm going to show you how cardio can also be used as a factor here. Um, you can increase cardio so you don't have to drop your calories. Or you can do both. Or you can just do one. It's just an added factor that will help. Because when the calories get too low, just like what I said earlier, these things need to be sustainable. So there's a certain point in time where increasing cardio tra cardiovascular training will benefit you as opposed to dropping the calories. Okay, so 2,400 calories. This person hits this for a whole week. Um, the next week, they drop down to 199 pounds. One pound change in one week, not bad. We're going to stay there because it's working, right? Then, week two, person drops to 197. We're going to keep it because it's working. Week three, this person... The weight has not changed. Person's feeling good, which is a good sign. Weight has not changed, so we need to change something. What we can do is, let's add the cardio first, because cardio, it's, it'll show you how the cardio can help. So what we're going to do, my general recommendation, start slow, work your way into it. So we're going to start with 200 calorie sessions. 200 calorie sessions of cardio. This doesn't take too long. Pick a machine. Be consistent with the machine you pick because the calories are always different, say, on a treadmill versus a rower versus the elliptical. So pick something that you can that you like or that you can tolerate at least. So we have 200 calorie sessions twice a week. So macronutrients stay the same, caloric intake stays the same, but now we've added 400 calories total of cardiovascular training. So we, we, the person does week three, they drop from 197 pounds to 196. So obviously this is working. We're going to milk every single stage of this because we want it to be as sustainable as possible. Obviously this will take longer. And if you're on a tight, if you're on a strict time frame, like you have a photo shoot in six weeks, you might need to be a bit more aggressive here. But for the regular person who just wants to lose weight, and look better and feel healthier the longer you can milk these things the better you'll feel the more sustainable it'll be and it'll just this will facilitate a lifestyle change as opposed to just doing a 12-week diet you know what i mean so this person finishes week three they're now at 197 pounds 
and they go into week four with the same calories and same cardio regimen week four 197 pounds okay things have stopped working our body has adapted to this protocol let's do something about this so again 100 to 200 pound 100 to 200 calorie changes are a pretty sweet spot for me so we're going to go from 2400 calories and we'll bring it down to 2200 calories we're going to keep cardio the same so we're down to 2200 calories now protein is going to stay the same protein stays the same all throughout because we need that protein in order to retain the muscle that we have so protein is not going to drop drop we're drop <laughs> Protein's not going to drop. We're going to drop our fats and our carbs here. So fats, we're going to take out 10 fat, 10 grams of fat. So we're bringing it down to 60 grams of fat total. That's 90 calories. So we're going to take the rest. We're going to take 30 calorie, 30 grams of carbs away. So that leaves us at 245 grams of carbs. And if it helps, I really... um. If you haven't already started taking notes, I really recommend you starting to take notes. Um, there's just a lot of numbers being thrown out here and it'll just be a lot easier for you to visually see as well. So now we're at 2200 calories. Protein is still 170. Fats are now down to 60 and carbs are now at 245. So we've dropped 200 calories total. Going into week four, week four is done. The person tracks, hits all their workouts, still feels pretty good. And now our weight has gone to 195. So this change from 2400 to 2200 has clearly worked. And now we're going to do that again. We do that again and body weight stays the same. We need to make a change. So here you can either change ca uh, your cardio regimen or your calories. Here, I might just add an extra session of cardio. 200 calories, and instead of just two sessions in the week, we make it three sessions. That totals to 600, or if you prefer, it really comes down to your preference or what your client's preference is. If the, if the person prefers to just do two sessions instead of three we can just bump up each session to 300 calorie sessions and we'll have the same total at the end of the week of 600 calories so i'm going to stop there uh, because i don't want to bore the hell out of you <laughs> but really um i hope you you understand the process behind this of how to lose fat in a slow sustainable way and how to gain muscle as well in a slow and sustainable way. These are both effective ways to go about it um, and just one of many ways you can go about it. But if you really want to take your training, take your physique to the next level, having a good understanding of how to track and adjust macronutrients will give you a good foundation to do so for the rest of your life pretty much. And I know tracking macros is always a, it seems like a very massive undertaking, which it can be, which it really can be, which is why I always recommend, as I said before, just to start with calories and protein. You start with two figures as opposed to four. 
Um, just take your time getting into it, learn how to become consistent, build good habits, and you'll be right into it. But um, one saying that I always use is that we all have to track our intake. We all have to track our macros in order to not track our macros. Because if you see, you might meet someone who's who looks great and who's been training for years and then you ask them about their diet and they tell you that they don't track their macros. I'm at a point in time right now where I'm not really tracking. Um, but all of us that don't, that no longer track, we've tracked very intensely and very heavily in the past because tracking macros gives you a good idea and builds your awareness around food and consumption in general. Just like I know now that eating a steak before lifting might not be the greatest thing for me. It might be great if I ate the steak the night before I was going to train, but as the meal right before training, no, that's not going to work. So just little things like that, um, you'll become better at it. You'll become more aware of these things as you do it for longer and more consistently. Um, but yeah, don't stress about it too much. Start slow, work your way into it. Hit me up if you ever have any questions about how to set up your macros. Um, but aside from that, that's all for today. I really appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Please subscribe, share the podcasts, and I'll see y'all next time. Thank you.